If it's comfortable for you, come into Cobbler's Pose as we get started for our second week of Advent. And wrap your hands maybe around um, either the soles of your feet or your shins to draw your shoulders down and back, lengthening the spine, reaching the crown of the head up. Begin to draw long, slow breaths in through the nose, expanding the rib cage all the way around your body, and exhaling. <coughs> to hinge forward at the waist just um, to your edge whatever that looks like using um, the, the traction on your ankles or your feet to pull you forward here's where you could use a strap as well around the outside edges of your feet to draw your heart forward your sternum towards the ground in front of you like there's an anchor further down. Coming slowly up and to your hands and knees pressing into child's pose. Wide legs since we just had wide open knees and hips. Maybe walk your hands forward. See if you can find a bit of an adjustment in that mid spine like the chiropractor might give you. Sometimes it helps me to draw my shoulder blades back, opening the front side of the body, rotating the shoulders, and I get a little bit of a pop there. So as we are entering into this season of Advent, I wanted to read from Romans chapter 8 in the message. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birth pangs. But it's not only around us, it's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us within. We are also feeling the birth pangs. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. That is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us, but the longer we wait, the longer we become, the more joyful our expectancy. Coming up to hands and knees for cat and cow table position, wrists under shoulders, knees under hips, and draw the eyes, the insides of your elbows forward. So rotate the elbows back. Inhale, reach the crown and the tail up. Really pulling the, the heart, the sternum forward. Exhale, round the spine. Inhale, reach, beginning the movement with the tailbone and Rolling through the spine up to the crown of the head, pressing the ground away. Exhale. Two or three more times on your own breath.
really tucking the belly button up as you round the spine last time. Come neutral. Let the heart fall and the shoulders roll back. So the heart presses towards the ground, the shoulder blades draw back and together and then press the ground away and then draw the shoulders back and together, the, the scapulas drawing together, exhale, taking a bit of a rounding in that upper back, shoulders come forward. Two or three more times like that, just finding different motion in the shoulders. And then from here, coming neutral, and we're gonna wag the dog. So we're gonna take our hips over to the right and look over our right shoulder, shortening the right side of the body and exhale to the other side, shortening the left side of the body. Inhale and exhale. Inhale as you move, exhale when you get to the shortened part of the side body. Maybe take it with a bit of a arch in the back and then a little bit of a rounding in the back. Good, and then tuck your toes. We're gonna come to the back of our mats in forward fold. So tucking the toes, hinging at the waist, and stay in a forward fold at the back of your mat with your feet either toes touching or feet hips width apart or wider. Just a ragdoll pose here. You can grab opposite elbows or just let the hands hang. It's a little bit of movement or swaying, bending one knee and then the other if that feels good. Take that movement. Bend the right knee, plant the right hand, either elbow to knee or hand to the mat, and left arm reaches up, taking a twist, feeling the stretch in the left hip, the straightened leg. Exhale, fold, straightening both legs, let the head hang. With your next inhale, bending the knee, planting the left palm, left knee bent, right arm reaches, right leg straight. Feeling the stretch in that right hip. Trying to stack the shoulders, fingertips spreading wide up towards the sky. Exhale, fold, straightening the legs. Same thing on the other side. Bend the right hand, right knee, plant the right hand, lift the left fingers up. Maybe open a little wider, fingertips spread wide. Exhale, fold. Left knee bends, left hand plants, right arm opens up. And fold down. Slowly roll up one vertebra at a time. Let your head and your hands hang. 
fingertips stretch down towards the mat. Wiggle the toes, root into the four corners of the feet. Release the toes. Breathe deeply. Maybe your eyes are closed. Sweep the arms up on your next inhale. Palms press gently together. Exhale, the arms come down by the hips. Fingertips extending towards the mat. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Drawing the belly button in, the tailbone tucking under just a little bit. Exhale, the hands come down twice more. Taking any strain out of your face, around your eyes and your shoulders. Exhale, the arms come down. Take any gripping out of your knees. Right hand extends towards the mat. Left arm sweeps up by the ear and then hinging to the right. Maybe looking up at the left fingertips, shortening the left side of the body. That right hand just reaching down the right leg. Inhale, arms reach overhead. Look up and then exhale, reach the left hand down towards Round, maybe pressing into the left side of the leg, maybe looking up at your right fingertips. Both hands reached. Look up, exhale to the right, hinging to the right. Right hand down, left fingers up. Really draw the shoulders away from the ears. Unclench your knees if they're locked. Sweep up and then once more to the left. Sweep up, forward fold, hinging at the waist, swan dive, so the hands come down after the chest, reaching belly towards thighs. You can take a gentle bend in the knees and rest your chest on your thighs or keep the legs straight. Strong back, sweep the arms up to stand. Arms come overhead, maybe look up. And exhale the hands down. Coming into some balancing postures, if you'd like to grab a chair. We're gonna take tree pose with uh, the left leg rooted and the right knee drawing up. So you can wrap your hands around the knee, just getting your balance here to begin with. Use the weight of that right leg in your hands to draw your shoulders down. Keeping that lifted foot flexed. And then we're going to open the hip, the right knee out to the right, and plant the sole of the foot to the inside of the shin, where you can just kickstand the toes by the heel, where you can draw that heel up inside the left inner thigh. So this requires, of course, pressing this, the left thigh into the sole of the right foot, keeping the hips forward. Hands can come to your heart in prayer, or maybe overhead. Just extending up or palms gently pressing together. It's really easy once you reach your hands up to, um, it's really tempting I should say, to let the um, ribs jut 
forward. So draw the rib cage back. And when you fall out of the pose, just come back into it, pressing the hips gently forward. Holding for three. Slow breath. Two. Slowly release that foot, hands come down, roll out the left sole, the left ankle that was supporting you. Take the right foot and root it into the mat, lift the left foot off of the mat and hug the knee into the chest. Or you could even use a strap here around the outside of that knee or just let the knee hover at a 90 degree angle. So see if you can maybe even wiggle the toes of the standing leg, the right foot, so that you're not gripping the mat with your toes, but you're rooted evenly into the four corners of the foot. And then coming into tree pose, you're going to open the knee to the left, plant the sole of the foot to the inside of the right thigh or um, calf or Kickstand the toes on the mat. Just don't want pressure on the knee. So again, um, all of our balancing postures also, they take an inner calmness and they take some core strength. So you gotta, you're going to want to engage in your core muscles. Press your hips forward. Slow your breath and pick a focal point. Draw your hands overhead, knit the ribs in. And slowly release. Roll out that right ankle, sweep the arms up, and we'll fold forward at the waist. And again, you can take ragdoll pose, or you can reach for the backs of the legs or for the um, toes to draw the belly closer towards the thighs, the crown of the head extending towards the ground. going to sweep up to stand with a flat back, reach up, press the hips forward, look up, little back bend, exhale, the hands come back down. So we're going to come to the long edge of our mat, so step the right foot forward, take a big step, and then point your toes to the long edge of your mat, so you're facing the left side of your mat, toes pointed forward, so outside edges of the feet parallel with the outside edges of your mat. So sweep the arms up. We're going to hinge
hinge at the waist, take a wide leg forward fold here. Um, it's going to be a different hip opener than our traditional forward fold. So really extend the tailbone up, like maybe someone was even had hands on either side of your hip and tilted the hips up towards the sky, was pulling your hips back as the crown of your head, maybe someone was pulling the crown of your head forward to extend the spine. So we have a flat back right now. You could use blocks here to rest your hands or just rest your fingertips on the mat in front of you. And staying with your chest parallel with the ground, we're gonna leave the left fingertips on the mat drawing them underneath the nose, reach the right arm for, up towards the sky, taking a twist, and see if you can try to keep your hips level. Pretty hard to do, but just keeping that direction in mind. And bring the right fingers down, the left fingers up, taking a twist to the other side. This time, let the crown of the head reach towards the mat, and you can just let the head and hands hang, or you can reach for the outside edges of your feet, your legs, maybe just let your hands rest on the mat, or even walk your hands back underneath you to draw your chest down a little deeper. gentle hip motion uh, movements here, hip opening. So we're going to hinge to the right and then hinge to the left. So you're going to bend the right knee, straighten the left leg, bend the left knee, straighten the right leg, and just take your time gently walking your hands as feels good for your balance, noticing all the tension we carry in our hips. <laughs> Being gentle with yourself. Finding openness and going a little deeper as you do. If you are, are comfortable with Skandasana, which is uh, like flying monkey pose, which we've done in previous classes, um, that would require bending one knee and coming up to the heel of the opposite straightened leg, toes pointed up towards the sky. So bending the right knee, rooting the left heel into the mat with the straight leg and the toes pointed up. Super deep. <laughs> Super deep, yeah. movements to each side, whatever that looks like for you. Come back to neutral, hinge forward, sending the hips high, crown of the head towards the mat.
going to come to a low lunge at the front of our mat, so walking the hands towards the front of your mat to either side of the right toes. Both toes point forward, coming down onto the back, left knee, untucking the toes. Knee, front knee in line with the front heel. Maybe walk your hands up. Sweep the arms up. Arrow straight arms, fingertips extended, palms facing one another. taking some core strength and leg strength we're going to come into high crescent so you can do this a number of ways you can tuck the back left toes and just lift off that's definitely the toughest way or you can reach for the ground tuck the back left toes lift the back knee off of the mat and then bring the chest high reaching the fingertips up by the ears sinking into that front knee and holding this very strong pose for three full breaths. And then reaching for the mat as you lower the back knee down. Untuck the back toes, coming into pigeon pose as we did last week. So walking the sole of the right foot over to the left edge of the mat, right knee comes down towards the right edge of the mat, and hips stay level. So keep the back toes tucked so you can keep your hips level for just a moment, maybe walk that back knee. You can stay high or walk forward to rest on your forearms. Rest your forehead on a block, or on your hands, or on the mat. Options to take some twists here, you can stay in pigeon pose, or you can um, come into uh, some variations of queen pigeon, um, which would require reaching back for the left foot and settling weight into the front hip. So that's even deeper if you want that. You don't have to take that and you're opening the chest to the left. Oh, that's my favorite back cracking. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Slowly walk that back knee in and come to all fours. So bringing the right knee back. Let's take a cat and a cow, or a cow and a cat, I suppose. Come neutral, tuck the toes, coming to forward fold at the back of the mat. here, noticing how the hips and backs of the legs are more open or differently open than they were at the beginning. And slow roll up to stand, 
sweep the arms overhead. Palms press gently together as you look up, press the hips forward, little back bend. Exhale, the arms back down. This time, stepping the left foot forward and taking um, a wide-angled pose to the left, the long edge of your mat, toes facing the left long edge of your mat, sorry, the right long edge of your mat, edges of your feet parallel with the short edges of your mat. Sweep the arms up. Exhale, hinge at the waist, maybe even hold as your hips become parallel, your arms are floating parallel with the mat. And then keep the chest as it is, the head parallel, reach the fingertips towards the mat. Send the hips a little bit higher, drawing the hips back. So really it's like you're dumping the pelvis forward, reaching the hips high, the tailbone up. around your big toes or just keeping your hands on the mat in front of you. So if you do hook your fingers around your toes, use that to draw your chest down deeper, your head closer towards the mat. again. So left fingertips on the mat, right fingers up, twisting open to the right, the right palm pointed out to the right. Exhale, fold. Inhale, reach. The left arm high, right fingertips rooted. And fold. And then let's take that hip movement here again. So I like to um, point my toes out a little bit as I begin to rock side to side into my right hip, into my left. Walking your hands, or if you want to test your balance and your leg strength, you can take your hands to prayer at your heart. <laughs> to the front of your mat, coming to low lunge on the left side. So the left knee is bent, the right knee comes down. Untuck the back toes. If your fingers are on the mat, it's really easy to let the shoulders come up by the ears. So draw the shoulders down. You can press your palms into the knee. Reach your fingers for the sky or keep them on the mat. You can um, take arrow mudra with your fingers, which is interlocking your fingers and pointing your index fingers, pressing them together, pointing them towards the sky. 
using that anchor of your palms together to draw your shoulders back a little bit deeper, further away from your ears. Fingertips can come down. We're gonna come into high crescent lunge. You can stay low. We're gonna tuck our back toes and come off of the back knee, straightening that leg. Whoo! Holding for three. Long <laughs> breaths. And then reach for the ground. Come down again to that back knee into pigeon pose. So walking the left sole of the foot to the right side of the mat. Left knee to the left side. And walking the back toes back so you can settle into your hips. Untucking the toes, maybe resting on your forearms or your forehead on your fists or your palms. coming out of it we're gonna come back into table so coming up onto the back right knee coming to all fours swinging the left leg back cow and cat Instead of coming to forward fold, we're going to come to a yogi squat at the back of our mat. So tucking the toes, hinging back, and you're going to need to walk your feet probably wider on your mat, and toes will point out in the direction of your knees. You can sit on a block or you can stay high here in more of a 90 degree um, chair pose. If you're in full yogi squat, bring the triceps to the insides of your knees and press the knees open as you press the palms together at your heart. Reaching the tailbone down towards the mat, the crown of the head up. Taking any rounding or out of the upper back. right hand will plant to the outside or the inside of the knee off of the mat and then the left arm opens up coming back down palms together to straighten the back left fingertips plant off of the mat right palm opens palms come back down and then we're going to come down to our mats, 
by way of our knees. Come to seated and cobblers like we were at the beginning, soles of the feet together. Pull the flesh away from those sits bones so you're fully rooted into the mat. Heels can be far out in front of you or drawing in towards your hips. Again, use the leverage you gain from holding your ankles to draw your shoulder blades together and your heart forward. And if you'd like, you can begin to hinge forward, reaching the heart towards the feet, almost like there's an anchor from your sternum to the front of your mat, so it's kind of an angle, keeping the heart open. down onto our backs for bridge pose. So maybe you need to walk your hips a little bit more neutral in the center of your mat, soles of the feet on the mat, rounding the spine to come back. Heels are underneath the knees. And maybe instead of our palms pressing into the mat, we open the palms, which then opens the shoulders opens the front of the chest. Take any gripping out of your face, your chin, even your knees and your hips. Take a long inhale and on your exhale, roll up, pressing the hips up, taking any clenching out of the glutes. Try to take the weight into the heels. Taking big belly breaths so you see your belly rising and falling. And slowly roll back down. Come the right knee into the chest. Foot is flexed. You can the left sole of the foot on the mat, or you can extend the left leg long. Resting the left leg on the mat, or you could even hover if you feel like it. Point the toes and flex the feet back and forth a couple of times. We're going to take a gentle twist, so taking the right knee over to the left. You don't have to force the knee to down to the mat, you can just let it hang, hover. Back to neutral. And switch knees, so hug the left knee in, extend the right leg or plant the right sole of the foot. Out. 
Coming back through to center and into your choice of a final resting pose. So Shavasana with heels resting on the mat, hips width apart, feet flopping open, palms open off the sides of your mat, eyes closed. Just breathe deeply. Waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We of course don't see what it is enlarging us, but the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. As you rest on your mat, think about the things you're waiting for now, whether it's something joyful or waiting for something physical or health related, waiting for resolution in a family relationship or waiting for a date on the calendar. What invitation to grow and become hopeful and eager and joyful? What invitations are open to you in the waiting? awakening the body, drawing attention back to the breath. You can stay there in this pose as we close, or you can come to seated, cross-legged with your hands resting on your mat, on your mat or on your knees. Haley Barton, she, she prays, O holy God, open unto us light for our darkness, courage for our fear, hope for our despair. Open our hearts to receive the gift of your presence.
in grace and peace in the waiting season of Advent.